Uh, hey guys, welcome to episode 6 of the Rambi Podcast. Today we're going to be going over our seasonals and we're also going to be discussing the difference between anime and manga and what our preference is. But before that, how would you reconnect? Yeah, my week's been good. Um, literally, every time you have asked me this question, I feel like because of quarantine, I'm just doing the same thing every day. Honestly, I just mostly gaming. I work out when I can, maybe like three, four times a week. Obviously, I've got more weights now, so it makes it a bit more easier. But the main thing I'm focusing on is obviously just eating, doing a bit of work if I can for my missus, and um, I just, just gaming, man. Just chilling. Kind of trying to figure if I've done anything different this week compared to last week. Um, yeah, but, uh, do you know what? I can't, not off the top of my head. Honestly, a bit boring for me to... What about you, Cripps? Yeah, this week's been decent. It's the first week I've had off from work since October when I started. So it's like, That's it's crazy. been nice to have a little kind of rest and yeah, relax a bit, looking at everything that's going on. And also to see that there's been some positive change, seeing that all officers have been charging that. You say there is there's progress in the right direction. We just have to get up the momentum. But also in terms of watching things, I've been backy. Mm. This week, like, literally came out a few days ago, and I like, watched all the episodes. I think it's been the space of two days, and like it was epic. But I guess we'll get into that a little later. How's your week been, Max? Uh, yeah, decent. I feel like this is the first week for me that went like like so fast, really, really quick. Um, I think it's probably because since the the guidelines have been sort of restricted, and we can go out and see more people. Uh, last week was the first week I decided to actually actively make an effort to go and see people or go for a walk because I haven't really been out that much apart from shopping. Um, so it was actually really nice to see different friends. So I think that made the days go faster. Also made a bit more progress on my gym as well. So I've got more, the vinyl, the Opti vinyl plates we were talking about last week. I've got a bunch of those now so I can sort of load up the small bars and the dumbbells to a a decent enough weight. Although saying that, I, like, I know I sent you guys that picture of the uh, the 40 kg dumbbell. The dumbbell bar uh, has immediately bent after one use. So they're basically trash and I've had to order <laughs> some uh, metal ones. Oh, so that was that was a waste of 20 quid. So I've had to buy those. The, yeah, well, no, the first ones were like solid plastic and I mm. thought they'd be okay if I'm not chucking it about, but it, it just bent straight away. So I've got those ones and yeah, I've got some dip bars for the, for the rack. So I can now dip and I've got a weight belt as well, like a weighted chain belt. So I can do weighted pull-ups and dips, which is cool. And I've got a cuff for the cable. So now I can do, you know, we're talking about hammy curls and quad extensions yeah. last time. I, I'm, I was making up my own attachment and it was just a pain in the ass. So now I've got a cuff. It's way more comfortable and I can actually do it properly. So I'm, I'm getting there. The last thing I need to get really is the, is the big weight still, but they're not in stock where I want to buy them. But I've essentially got a whole gym. So I'm going to start charging people now. I need to make some uh-huh. money back on this thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, training's been good. Seeing friends. Just uh, as quibs, I've binged back here as well. So we can we can talk about that later. Got some things to say about that. Uh, watching seasonals. And I've also been binging uh, Better Call Soul, which is a spin-off show with Soul Goodman from Breaking Bad, which I've been really enjoying as well. Um, I think that's about it. But yeah, speaking of speaking of the gym... As we are wham weebs, <clears throat> we're trying to be wham. It's kind of difficult at the moment to be as wham as, as mm. possible, but we're doing doing our best. Yeah. Well, let's um, let's talk a little bit about sort of the mindset that we have when we go into the gym, because some people are very chatty and use the gym as like a big social gathering. Some people just like to go in, hood, hoodie up, headphones on and get it done and get out. Um, mm. Quibs, what's, what's your mindset when you get in the gym during the workout, before the workout? Does it change? Like, how do you go about it? I actually thought to myself, like, what is my mindset when I go to the gym? And I think it depends on the gym I go to. Like, mm. for example, if I were to use the pure gym, what well, the pure gyms I've been to haven't been that great. So my mindset would be just to go in and go out ASAP. I'm not trying to spend too much time there. I just want to get my workout up, done, and that's it. If I was to go to, for example, Muscleworks Enfield, I'm going there to train with my coach, but then there's a few other people who are wham. And I just want to, you can see, network with them, get to talk to them and, like, try and schedule a training sessions with them see what I can learn from them. So then I'll be a bit more chatty, but at the same time, I'm focused on getting my workout done because mm. <laughs> time is money when you're with a coach. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but like it depends as well. For example, my actual gym, gym bots. I am very sociable there because when I used to, the first gym I went to was fitness first. And I'm not sure if you guys know this guy, um, Helmut Strebel. No. No. 
if you look at um, search him up, I think he's touted as the most dreaded guy now. Oh, I know who that is. I know oh, exactly yeah, who you're talking now about. Do, now yeah, do, now do. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> now you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like he's the train up in his first. And I used to see him come in, I'll be like, whoa. Every time he came in, I would push myself to do a few more reps, a few more sets. Mm. And I get started talking to him. And I realized that it was quite powerful to have that experience to talk to someone like that and actually think, wow, one day I could be like mm. him. And now when I actually leave, I'm bigger than him. <laughs> it's great just yeah. kind of But knowing the impact he had on me has changed the way I go into the gym and think. Like some people who are literally at the start of their fitness journey will look at me and think, wow how did this guy get to where he is? And mm. just to be able to have a conversation with them, it's something to help them along their fitness journey, you could say. But it's also sometimes nice to get to know different people in the gym. For example, mm. through me, um, get to know the receptionist and the PTs in my gym, I'm able to get certain perks, like guest passes for friends when they want to come through, different things like that, where it's not mm. everyone is privy to that. But it's also, depending on the gym you go to, it's nice to talk and network. But sometimes you just want to get in get your workout done and leave because yeah. you if you talk to the wrong person you're in trouble yeah 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 you if you talk to the wrong person you're in trouble oh, like yeah. you'll be there like you'll be walking trying to get your set started and the person will still be talking to you so yeah i guess yeah my answer is short it depends on who you might go to do you try and keep it for before and after the workout or at least between exercises because if you start having that kind of, even with that guy who you want to speak to, if you do it between sets, it's kind of like, mm, I, I now need to get to my set because it's been too long and I want to, but mm. I don't want to be rude and just sort of turn around. Or you do that thing where you have your headphone out and then you yep. slowly start to put it back <laughs> into your ear. And then you're like, yeah, you uh, start lifting. I mean. <laughs> so do you try and like keep it out of the workout or do you get sucked in? I try you... most times I try and keep it out of the workout. Yeah. Sometimes it'll be like mid whilst in my rest period. But even then it's like it depends on how I'm feeling day on the day as well. Because sometimes you go into the gym, you're just not feeling great. Mm. And just talking to the right person can like perk you up. But yeah, most most of the PTs and most of the people in my gym have common sense to know that when I'm in my rest, don't don't keep talking to me for yeah. while. Mm. Like I need to get to what I need to get to do. But like they'll literally just come through 20 seconds and then you go. Yeah, yeah. Others okay. is a thing where like when I was doing prep and I was doing my cardio, I'm trying to watch my anime because this is the only kind of <laughs> escape I've got from <laughs> from prep. <laughs> yeah. They want to sit next to me and have a full conversation I'm making. What did I do to deserve this? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's an interesting experience. Nathan, what about you, mate? You I mean I I know personally, but yeah. What, what about the listeners who don't know you as well, well as we do? Well, before I get to that, I just want to retouch a bit on what Chris said as well. Like it's quite funny how sometimes when someone's talking to you between sets could be somewhat of an advantage as well. Because someone like me, I don't really watch the rest time that much. I kind of go when I feel mentally ready to go. But sometimes I could I might go too early and I might not have such a good set. But you might have the odd time when someone chats your ear off for two minutes and I'm like, ah. Oh, I feel so refreshed. I can't even accept much better than I thought it would. And you do the next set. I'm like, damn. All right, cool. That's that's when I rest this one for the session. But uh, but yeah, Max knows me personally. When I when I go to workout, especially when we work out together, or if I go to an actual, especially a very good gym, I layer up. Some of my people know I'm not quite self-conscious. I layer up and I just I just headphones in. And I just fixate on the workout. And then when I go to each uh, each set. I don't leave no stone on stone unturned. So like I'm like Max knows my training style. My training style most of the time, especially earlier in the workout, is to failure. I'll, I'll pick a rep range and I'll want to pick a weight where I'll be failing within that rep range. So let's say it's five to eight. But if I end up doing nine or ten, I do nine or ten. So that's that's me. And then when I take my hood off and I take my headphones out, it's like I'm in a different world compared to where I was whilst doing the actual exercise. I think if it's very um, mood dependent as well, mm. there's a lot of factors that will allow you to want to talk or not. So like Quib said, if you're, in your, if you're in your main gym or if you're in a, like a second gym that you don't really know as well, number one, there's not as many people that you know in there, so you're less likely to chat. And number two, you might not mm. like the gym as much, so you don't really want to physically be in there for longer than an hour and a half. So you just want to get in and out. Sometimes you're just, sometimes you're busy and you've literally got an hour tops to finish your workout. And even if you feel like you want to chat, you're like, mm, I can't really because I just got to get this done because I've got to go back to work. I've got to leave or whatever. But yeah, it's not, it's funny about mindset because it's so, it's so dependent. Like I remember having training sessions with Nathan where it's very jokey. Like, yeah, 
it could be you could even be doing something like um rack pull and you've given yourself a couple of minutes in between and you might joke about in between the set yeah but then when you get back to the set it's as if that joking never happened and you're back in 100 percent to, to put in that weight um and then mm. some sessions we've had it's just the only thing you say to each other is you know good set or go up or mm. stay where you are like there's no there's no real talking you're communicating as mm. much as you need to to get each other through the session and that's not necessarily because you're in a bad mood it's just this is one of those sessions where we need to just keep our headphones on the whole time and just spot each other i think a lot of serious lifters or experienced lifters will like to say they're hardcore and what they mean by that is just i get in i get it done i get out yeah. um but i think with with more experience you can actually focus really hard on your set and then you can actually switch off like mentally from the set for about 30 seconds a minute. And then as soon as your hand touches the weight again, yeah, you're, you're back that. on the set. So you've learned that. the ability to turn, turn it on and off. Mm. Whereas you don't have to be like on for 60 minutes. You can actually turn it on mm. when you need it, which I think is a bit more sort of, it's less exhausting than being like raging around mm. the gym for an hour. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I think uh, there is a level of intensity that you have to bring to your set. And if you want to grow, you've got to be intense in that set. So you at least have to be able to turn it on in the set. In terms of talking to people, yeah, you're right. It's just that one guy that you don't want to catch. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And he starts telling you about all of his all of his injuries, and he's he's now changed his weight, and he's got this special hook he has to do. So um, you can just leave that for someone else, my friend, because I don't really care, unfortunately. Um, See, those yeah. people, that's where just having a timer on your phone comes in handy. <laughs> Yeah, it beeps. It beeps. And they're like, oh, what's going on there? Like, oh, yeah, I need to get back to my set. You actually have an excuse to get back. It's like, for example, I think some girls do this where they're on, they're on a bad date. They get one of their friends to call them. Yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. As an excuse to <laughs> This is the gym equivalent of that. As in, yeah. have a timer that goes off every one minute, 30 seconds. And like, you know, that once the person, when the person is talking to you, kind of like sneakily probably is put on. In the pocket, yeah, you need to. Yeah. And then, like, once it reaches the thing, we just beep, 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 beep. Like, oh, what's going on? Oh, yeah, I need to get back to my set. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's it. You've escaped now. I think you should just set that, just set that for your whole session, like, regardless yeah, if you need it or not. Just every minute and a half, two minutes. Yeah. Beep, beep, beep. Oh, sorry. Oh, I got do, my do what's worse, what's worse is when you're training with a training partner and you've done your set and it's your training partner's set, but someone's got him hooked and they're talking to him. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. Come on, man. <laughs> I'm like, I've got to wait for you to do yours yet before I can even go again. I'm, I'm losing my pump. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> so oh, I really, this is kind of, not really related, but in between sets, when you really, this isn't that disgusting, when you really need the toilet oh. between sets and you can't wait till, because <laughs> mentally you think, if I wait between <laughs> exercises, it's okay. Like mm. from, from shoulder press to like chest press. If I do it in between, it doesn't matter. But if I do it mid-exercise, I just lose my palm, but like, it's just a waste. You might, lo- you might lose the, the machine worst. as well. Yeah, you lose the machine. You come out, you're like, oh, that wasn't even worth it. I should have just held it for that. But you can't hold it for that last set because you don't know what's going to happen. So you need to go go get it done. That's annoying as well. See, that's yeah. where your pre-squat poo comes in handy. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had a friend. <laughs> I had a friend. I, don't, I shouldn't out. I'm going to, oh, I guess I can just out. Give him, give him, He's give never going to listen. Him a, give him a different name. Uh, <laughs> John Davidson. Uh, and John, <laughs> John would always at school with rugby training, going to gym at lunchtime, and he would always, always, always have a poo before weight training. He couldn't even not if he needed, he didn't even need one. But he was like, as soon as he knew he was going to gym, right, I need to go and have a poo. And every single session he would do that, no matter what it was. So I wonder if he still does that. I'll have to ask. I'll have to ask Dave Priest. Oh, sorry, mate, I said your name wrong. But well, I'll, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll text him see if he still does it. <laughs> I don't know why I remember that. It's quite funny. Yeah, pre-squat poo, definitely. Deadlift as well. I find mm. dead, yeah, because you're bent over, you're very vulnerable in that position. Even bench sometimes, if you're pushing certain hard weights and yeah. you're contracting hard, if you're not careful, yeah. you don't want to follow through. <laughs> the worst, for me now, see me, the worst one for me is, is a leg press, just because you've got that position, especially when you bring Ooh. it down. Oh, you, yeah, you, you can't escape it. You're not escaping yeah. it. Your knees are on your face and you're completely yeah. open to the world. Yeah. Also, when you got your headphones, this is another problem. If you got headphones, <laughs> you don't hear it. You, <laughs> you can feel it, but you can't hear how loud it was. So, so you got to be a problem as well. Yeah, you got to look around. Did, did anyone else hear that? I'm not so sure. But then, if you're just if you're just standing by a machine and you do this, right, and you do it, you look suspicious because you want to hear how loud what you just did was, and you put it yeah. back in. People start to know. Oh, there he goes again, just doing that. 
And I thought you have to cover it with grunts. When you know it's coming out, you just have to grunt at the same time. Just still like... Because <laughs> <laughs> wow. the grunt is that you try to squeeze out a poo as well. <laughs> oh, God. Have you guys yeah, seen that you... Family Guy sketch? Yeah, I literally just... Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. Oh, that's a, oh, that's that's a was he, was, He's in a classroom. He's like, she's, the teacher just trying to talk to Peter. He's like, no. 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 <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, man. I mean that that veered off from mindset quite a lot, but yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> it's all gold. Should we talk about seasonals? Should we get back yeah. on track? Who wants to who wants to jump in? Quibs. How about That's some Tower of God action? I was gonna say <laughs> Nate starts off with oh! Kagia. <laughs> I want to hear what happens in that first. Oh, okay. Do you know what? it's so funny? I watched it last night, but I was so I, I do remember it, but I was so sleepy watching it. It was um Oh, Rummy by it, Max. It was, so, uh, so, Lee, so, episode nine. Uh, Lino wants to quit the oh yeah the school council, um, and then the 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 bulk of the episode is about Kaguya learning to calm herself down because obviously oh. she's had all these problems and she yeah <laughs> she needs to calm herself down because every time she's around Shiragani, she gets like the heart flutters and she thinks she's going to pass out. So her what's her maid called? Uh, the yeah, she's trying to teach. She's like, right, you need to find yourself like a ritual, like all sports people do before they do an event. You need to find your calming ritual to get you in the zone and you'll be fine. And basically, they put on the Madonna Vogue song and she starts to like just fail her arms around trying to find <laughs> comfortable positions. And then she just touches her cheek. She's like this. And then she's like, yeah, that's my calming position. Um, so that, that's quite funny. And then also Ishigami uh, joins the cheerleading squad. Oh, yeah. I don't, I don't know what. Why he's done that? Either. It seems so weird. Um, and he, there's a really good scene where he's just like he's walking in the corridor afterwards, and he's like, "Am I in hell?" But like, he's just <laughs> so di- he's so disappointed with his own decision. But yeah, it was it was a good episode. Oh, and everyone, like the narrator, everyone lost their battles this week. Like, oh, yeah, one, everyone just everyone lost. Nobody was doing well. Mm. I don't think Lino actually quit. Um, I think she no, got. No, no, she didn't. I think she got um, persuaded to stay, but. Yeah. Um, no, it was a good, it was a good episode. There was a really good scene with um, when Kaguya and Shiragani are in the the room, and she's learned her calming technique, and then they <laughs> they changed it into a fight, oh, like a like fight, a like yeah. yeah like Tekken or Street Fighter. And um, every time he does something, or gets close to her, her like her bar goes up to ten, and then um, right at the end, she can't take it, and she does a judo throw. She flips him over his shoulder, and he goes Ippon! and then he's like dead on the floor. <laughs> It's so good. Oh, it, do you know what I found funny? What maybe made, made me laugh the most this episode, like in terms of comedy, it was the little uh, the way they would make her face change every time she did the touching her, touching. Yeah, her. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like she'd be all like kind of like cute kagi and then as soon as she does it, she goes back to cold kagi Yeah, super, super strict. Like, oh, I'm fine. Yeah, but you knew it wasn't going to work as soon as she was in no. front of him. You knew it wasn't going to work. That was good. Quibs, um, what episode are you on? Have you finished season one, right? Are you into season two I think two I'm yet? two episodes away from finishing season one. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm trying to remember the last... Oh, I know the last episode. I know the last episode, yeah. yeah. We, yeah. That's, that's the one where I literally thought it was going to be the last episode of the show because of where it was going. And then yeah, finished, yeah. I was like, ah, okay. Yeah, I thought it was a good episode. Again. Yeah, no, it's a good episode. It's really hard, though. After the last couple of episodes, have been so yeah, good. Yeah. It was... Uh, it's hard to top that. But yeah, it's definitely still... Very, very good. Probably the best overall series at the moment, like season of anything, I think. Yeah, in terms of seasonal shows coming up now, I'm, I'm, I was saying, like I said last week, I'm enjoying Kaguya more than I am with Tower God. I'm not saying Tower God isn't good, <coughs> but uh, we'll get into that now, actually. Uh, Quibs, uh, recap yeah. and review Tower God for us. With Tower God, it, it kind of feels that like you're forcing yourself to like it. I used to love the same opinion, Cribs. I know you said that last week you weren't liking it as much as you want to like it, and you're kind of making it. What about this episode? This episode was pretty good. Yeah, it was good. I thought same, it was good too. Yeah, but at the same time, the last season of Backy left more of an impression on me than this episode did. So. I've, got, I've got a feeling of why that is, but we'll yes. talk about that after. Okay. Go, go well, for, for Tarot Card, yeah. With this episode, quite a few things happened from memory so so we now Bam knows that it's Rachel he also finds out that Rachel's not going to pass because she's wounded so initially she passed the test but now because she's um, hospital bound she fails it so due to that Kun like kind of lays a plan that he's, he's going to take the administrator test so that on each floor as we previously mentioned there's an a administrator that you could say dishes out the test for people who could pass the floor and those who can't so Kun finds out from 
think one of the rankers, can't remember his name, that if you take the test and you pass it, you're able to change the rules a bit. So now he's just there talking to the main ranker in charge of the floor. And she said that you're right, your I think Kun's father or grandfather did mm. take the test, but you have to be an irregular to take the test. Yeah. So then that's when Bam stands up to say, Cool, I'm an irregular, I'll take the test. And it's kind of like a big revelation to everyone because irregulars are like outcasts in the Tower of God, you say, grand scheme. Mm. Then people, whenever an irregular enters the tower, chaos always follows. So now they're left off with um, Bam facing up against the administrator and I, the administrator is like, oh, we meet again. Yeah, I think that it was a good, after we said last week, the last few cliffhangers haven't been as good. I think this is the best cliffhanger that I've had for a while because you want to know what this relationship is. You want to know what the test is. Is the administrator going to reveal something about how much Insu he can use, blah, blah, blah. What's going to happen there? Um, I like the fact that Rack is small. That was done at like the big, near the beginning of the episode because from what happened in the previous episode, it's quite serious. Someone dies and Rachel gets stabbed and now she's in a wheelchair and can't walk. It's very mm-hmm. serious. And then they had a little spark of comic relief of just having Rack small, which is just quite nice. It kind of eased the tension for the rest of the episode, which I thought was quite good. Um, but yeah, I think this, this has been my favorite episode so far, even though there was like no fighting or anything. There was a bit more information, a bit more development, and that's what it needed for me, personally. What about you, Nate? What do you think? Yeah, I enjoyed the episode. Um, there's still loads of elements of the show, or should I say, like the world building, which I, I don't know mm-hmm. about, and they haven't really told us. So there's a lot of stuff where mm-hmm. it dropped things for us. And I'm like, wait, what, what, what does that mean? What does that word mean? And I'm still trying to play. I feel like I'm playing catch-up on stuff that I should know, but they haven't really revealed yet. So that's the frustrating part on it. But um, looking at the show, actually, just on the whole, I think it's one of them shows where it would be better off for people. And this is why I reckon probably one of the reasons why Cribs is probably enjoying Baki more is I reckon it's one of the shows that probably better off being binged than mm-hmm. being on a week-to-week show. I reckon I would enjoy this more in hindsight, probably like if I watched it when the series is done and then just and then just watch it in my own leisure, as opposed to getting that 20 minutes fix week by week, maybe. But it's, it's, it's still good. I'm still enjoying it. But again, it's kind of like in the back of my head, I'm kind of... I watch it when I want to watch it. I'm not itching and waiting the second it comes out. Yeah. Unlike, let's say, Kaguya, for example. But we're all sticking with it. You know? Yeah. I'm going to get through, see how it goes. All right. So, Hiro Nusora, episode 34. Getting up there now. Light trials, this episode. Um, the whole episode had a almost like a hangover feeling. It's like definitely the night, you know the night before was a bit of a mess and you know, this is the morning after the night before mm-hmm. so you've got the the revelation that his, his mum's passed away all the all the team find out the basketball thing gets burned down mm-hmm. kite gets off of the other team and then in this episode it's what's the aftermath of that basically you find out the school is punishing the kids who were smoking there was three of them uh, they've been suspended indefinitely from the school the basketball club has been disbanded for now. So there's no team. Saw is back, back home. There's weird bits where Madoka um, comes on to Mamahura asking him on a date, basically, but he says, no, like, what are you even talking about right now? Kind of, that's basically what that is. And then she's upset. And then she ends up going to Sora's grandma's house and she has the food and she's like crying and stuff. It's, a, it's quite a low, it's a bit of a depressing episode, but I mm. knew this was obvious what was going to happen from last episode. It's just this big crash and everything's a nightmare. And I think that's what the story needs because now it's going to do that scoop. It's yeah. going to come up. They're going to do something. Still have no idea if it's going to go towards training again or what, what's going to happen. It's a bit up in the air, which is nice because in a lot of sports anime, you know what's happening. It's like from point A to point B, we need to train, get better, get new characters. Boom, we play this match. If we win, we get to the next level. And if we lose, we rebuild and go to another match. Whereas with this, because the basketball team is completely disbanded, Mm-hmm. One of the characters is off in another city. Um, players have been disp- suspended. It's like, where is this going to go? So I have a, I'm actually waiting for the next episode. I'm quite enjoying it now. I'm settled into the series. I now like it. I've decided I like it. The, the, I like the music. It's very kind of comforting and homey, the music. I feel really like, calm and comforted when I'm watching it. So I quite like that. And uh, yeah, I've, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the series as a, as a, as a whole. Started a bit slow, but... I'm enjoying it now. What do you reckon, Chris? Any, any thoughts on if you like it or don't like it as much? Or I think I like it. As in, I 
feel like the direction they're going in right now makes it a whole lot more realistic. With a whole load of like life scenarios and that we mm. saw his mum passing away, him moving back to his hometown, the Rasul team being disbanded in that. But like you, my question is where do they take it from here? Yeah, so we've got 16 episodes left. What's going to happen in those 16 episodes that's going to make it feel like it's going to be a good ending, if that makes sense? Mm. That's what I'm thinking about, because it's like, cool, the basketball team disbanded. Is it going to be a thing where they're still going to be practicing in the park, doing different things like that? They're still going to mm. show hustle. Then like, they're going to do a thing where they're going to speed through for a few years. And then we see that what they come back and they destroy things and that's kind of like the redemption yeah that that could be i like that that could be good i, I was thinking maybe like that, kite yeah. would be in kite might go to the other school and then Sora yeah. might join the other school and then they've got a new team mm-hmm. there but also what you see in this episode is that the teachers get calls from other schools asking them for practice matches mm-hmm. so they made a big oh, impression so at the last yeah. match and the the, the, the mm-hmm. school the what's it called the head teacher he's already decided there's no team now all these people are calling up, you're thinking, mm, is this good press for the school if we keep the team around? So mm. that's a little hint. They're going to bring it back. So they could get, get out of jail clause, basically. Oh, yeah, we'll bring them back just for yeah, that. You, but you're yeah, all on yeah. probation, you know. Yeah, you don't get need away to with that it story without it leading to something. So it's got to be Or do you? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I really want to talk about backing. Yeah, let's go. We, so it came out last week, and you binged it in two days. I binged it in two days. Nathan, did you watch it? Not yet. Okay. Are you planning to watch it? Not really, just because I didn't really enjoy it originally, and I'm, I'm I won't force myself to watch it. I'll I'll watch it if I feel like it, but it's not really on my agenda. Okay, Qu- cool. Quibs, did you enjoy the yeah. first two parts? The first two parts of Becky, I watched Becky before even the first two parts that have come out to Netflix. You know, oh, the yeah. original, old, original, the OG, old school, yeah. where you had the CGI yeah. fighting and that. As in, the fighting was dead, but there was a rawness about the anime that I liked. Okay. That makes sense. It's like the whole narrative. But I did enjoy it, but probably not as much as I wanted to. This season, but by far, was the best. Yeah, 100%. Well, that's what I was going to say to Nathan. You should watch. I didn't. I enjoyed the uh, some elements of the first two parts. Mm. Not enough to, to want to go and watch it. But then a couple of people on our anime group mm. were like, oh, yeah, it's been really good. I was like, okay, let me watch it. I was like, ah, shit, this is really good. Uh, and really, really, really enjoyed it. Way more than the first two parts. So mm-hmm. I have to hold my hands up and say, I've changed my mind on this part. So I'm glad I gave it a second chance. So if you're bored, yeah, go and and you can binge it. And you can binge it. You know, it's done. You don't have to wait a week. Oh, I didn't really enjoy that one. Could I, w- mm. could I watch it without the latest season finale, if that makes sense? Or would I have to watch the latest season, like the later episodes to kind of know what's going on? Is it that important? Uh, mm. not, I mean, only if you want to remember who all the characters are. Oh, yeah, I know, and, I know, I know. And where they're from, you can yeah. kind of, and if you can't remember, within two or three episodes, you know where everyone's from and why they want to kill each other, kind of thing. So I would say no, but yeah, you can just watch it straight away. I would recommend us reading a synopsis, quick synopsis mm. of like what happened in the last season and then watching oh, yeah. episode three. As in, for a lot of people who want to start a backy, I might even just watch episode three first, even like because just to understand where it's going to. Because the first two seasons that they have on Netflix, they're decent, but they're not that good. But then season three, like topped it by mm. far. Like they set themselves a new, uh, a new, yeah, a new what, like kind of. Like, so I'm gonna of, pro- I'm gonna probe you guys that question then to kind of open up a bit. Why do you think season three is better than the first two seasons? What what's done it? What's different about it? Go on, Quibs. What what do you think? Okay, first and foremost, there's no longer that CGI fighting. It's no. actual animated fighting from what I can see with Joe Gimax. Mm. Or is it just cleaner animated CGI, maybe? It's, it's, got a, it's got a similar look, but the, 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 yeah, the fighting animation is better. I don't know if, they've, if it's completely changed from CGI. It's definitely got some CGI aspects, I would have thought. Um, mm. But it's not, it doesn't look quite the same as the first two parts. Yeah, for sure. It's not cringe like the first two, yeah. In yeah. addition to that, it's you actually have some proper character development in Baki, as in his growth as a character. He's almost at a point where he, I reckon, might be overpowered now. Especially as an 18-year-old. Where he's at now is like, rah. And you see him fight, you're like, wait, is this the same Baki from season yeah. one and two? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I, also, I think a massive part of this season being better, in my opinion, is the fact that I actually could follow along with the season. Like it, it made some kind of logical sense. 
from the beginning to the end. Like from the, in the first few episodes, you could kind of tell where it was going to be roughly in three or four episodes. You could follow the thought, you know, the, the, the story is going somewhere. And then mm. when there was maybe a twist here and there, they still made sense. And it wasn't just like random, oh, let's just go over here because this is where the best fight is going to be. The story, you know, wound its way through. And it was good that you'd just, just think of part one and two as this big warm-up where you get to meet all the characters you see what they're all about um and then season three is basically the meat and potato <laughs> like all the beginning mm. is just kind of like some entrees and this season actually makes sense and it's uh yeah you get a bit you get a bit more backstory about Bucky and his dad as well which mm. is which is nice oh. and yeah it's just a bit it's just a bit better i think another thing that made this season epic to me was them introduce some new character, which is Mohammed. Um, as you call him, Ali. Ali, yeah. <laughs> Mohammed Ali, <laughs> Junior. Yeah. And um, <laughs> this unchained, which is Sergio Olivia. Sergio Olivia, right? Yeah. So what's he's thinking? How are they got away wow. with these characters? He's a body. He's a bodybuilder. He's like strips down. He even does. He walks off doing the victory pose as well. It's like yeah. this is so clearly him. Yeah, it's funny. Change one little I'm, pronunciation. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, physique could be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now the characters. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he is ridiculous. Yeah, them two characters, but also it's a thing where it's two black characters in anime that are not being portrayed in some sort of caricature rate. As in, just watch it and you'll see that this season will be epic. Also, Nathan, this this isn't really a spoiler, but there's a bit where he has to recover because at the end of the second part, remember he gets poisoned. Mm. Remember the guy used to like slap him, and he kept getting slapped really. Like oh, a whiplash slap, yeah. yeah and yeah. he was he was the poison hand guy, so he was poisoned. Remember, like right at the end, he's basically yeah. dying because he's put, and he has to recover. And they start talking about um, water and glycogen retention, and he, oh, gosh. <laughs> and mm. he, he likes it. basically he's depleted and he super compensates, and it's it's quite funny. But yeah, back is good. If you if you if you've got some time, and you're not watching that many other anime, give it give it a watch. And all the listeners, it's it's good and it's worth. Binging the first two parts just to watch the third part, I think, personally. Right, cool. should, we, um, should we move swiftly and smoothly into our topic of the week? Yes. Uh, Verse manga. Yeah, Let's and see. because it's such a momentous debate, I'm going to crack this Diet Coke on air. Oh, that's going to be a great soundbite when we play that back. Um, right, you, you guys, manga readers. Go, convince me, manga's better than anime. <laughs> Okay, I'll start by saying you read them, um, you read manga and watch anime, I guess, for two different reasons. As in, sometimes I think I covered this in one of the previous episodes where the anime gets up to a point and you want to see what happens after that. So you start reading the manga. But also, to a certain extent, like for example, it's similar to the difference between watching a film and reading a book. And then if you want to go, even a step beyond that is writing your own book. I, I would argue that because watching a film, eh, well, watching um, anime is a lot easier than reading manga. There's a lot less to do. And there's a lot less processing you have to do. It's easier to digest and can be enjoyable. But I would argue that manga, due to the more work that has to go into it, go into it and then your imagination taken over, and like, if you've got a wild imagination, you start composing mm. music in your head to go along yeah, with different things. Yeah, you Yeah, that can make the manga a lot better than animation itself. And then like, for example, I've taken it a step further with one one manga I was reading and I've started reading the novel of it, which is Peerless Martial God. I've read the first 2,500 chapters of the novel and now I'm on the second novel and I'm what I think 530 something chapters into that I enjoy that a lot more just the novel no um no drawing or nothing like that then mm. the manga but I'll read the manga and, and if an anime was to come out I'll watch anime as well to see how the artist and the directors kind of like interpret the art mm-hmm. and how they take it to see yeah just to see like what they're doing now. See, I list I list some pros for like manga over anime. Now, just to sit, put it out there, I love anime. Obviously, that's what I'm saying. And there's some anime adaptations that I prefer over some manga. But the great thing about manga is you're you're experiencing it. Well, you're experiencing the story the way the author intended, like panel by panel, page by page. Whereas 
where in an anime it's it's actually someone else's interpretation of the story but mm. they can do they can be as loyal as possible possible but it's still not the exact thing that the author intended um, mm. but also um, i think there's, there's also been moments in manga that i've been hyped for in anime and then it gets adapted and i'm just like that didn't hit like the manga if you know what i mean so like there's some bits in manga where you get to fill in like clips with music and stuff you fill in the gaps but because you fill in the gaps your expectations for that is at a 10 out of 10 because it's your imagination it's not someone else who's done it for you and then when you get to the anime depending on how rushed it is which is another thing i'll go into it depends on how it hits like with manga you can you read at your own pace whereas anime it's, it is what it is it's 20 minutes so like to give an example there could be a sequence in an anime which will last maybe four or five minutes but in a manga i could read that and take my time and digest it scene by scene for like 20 minutes at my own leisure and experience it at my best possible way whereas anime it's you don't have a choice mm. so i think that's one of the other big pros of manga would you say that sometimes when you when you've seen something in the manga and then you watch it in the anime you know what well, i don't know six months later whatever mm. them and it's not it doesn't get you as much as you wanted it to could you say that the, the manga reading the manga almost ruined your ability to enjoy it in the anime because you're expectations were so high because of your own imagination that oh. it ruined your ability to no it doesn't ruin it like for example like i say no like for example uh, we've all caught up with well second titan for example like levi vs beast titan that mm. in the manga was unbelievable like every manga reader was so hyped for that and it was good in the anime and everyone thought it was good and i i, I will rewatch that but i would rather reread it than rewatch it does that make sense okay yeah, it didn't, it didn't ruin it, but it wasn't nowhere as good. It's like eight. It's like comparing a ten out of ten to an eight out of ten. I still still liked it. The the big the biggest question that I have that I would love to know the answer to, but no one can ever answer this question. Okay, is do you think that you would have enjoyed the anime more if you had never read the manga? And the reason you can't answer that is because you can't go back and unread the manga. And even if you could go back and unread the manga, you then wouldn't be able to compare how much you enjoyed the manga to the episode that you watched that was interpreted from the manga. What if you watched, let's say, you started with the anime and you watched the first season and you really enjoyed it. That was your first experience of it. So you went, okay, I want to read the manga, but I'm going to mm -hmm. start from the beginning. Okay. So you're rereading material that you've seen in anime and yeah. also further content after. Could you then answer that question? No, because you've already seen the anime. Because then, then, then the question is reversed. It's like, would you have enjoyed the manga more reading it if you'd never seen the anime? That's why it's such an interesting question because you can't go back and undo what you've already done. And then you can't compare two different ones either. So you could say, oh, I haven't, I haven't read Jojo manga, but I watched Jojo and it was really, really good. And then I have watched Attack on Titan manga and then I watched Attack on Titan and it wasn't as good as the manga. But it doesn't, make, it doesn't matter because you're now comparing apples and oranges. Yeah. So it's a really, it's, a, it's an irritating question because it can't get a, like a full answer. And that's one of the reasons maybe that I wouldn't read because I've not watched, uh, read any manga. Yeah. Is maybe I don't want to take any tiny amount of enjoyment out of seeing it animated for the first time mm. because I can wait. And if I see a season of something like Attack on Titan season two or season three, I can, I can wait the six months or the year it takes for the next season to come out. And the reason I can wait is because I've got so many other things that I can watch in the meantime, there's like unlimited anime for me. Yeah. I'm never, I'm never bored or at a loss for things to watch. So I can fill all that time with other anime. And then by the time I'm ready, bang, it comes back in and I get to see it for the first time with the animation. Hmm. See what I mean? I will interject with that because hmm. Luckily for Please you, do. You're, for, you're fortunate enough when you first watched Attack on Titan, I think season two was already around the corner. Season yeah. one of Attack on Titan came out in 2013. <laughs> Everyone had to wait five years for season two. And they got mm. left with that cliffhanger, the spoilers, you haven't seen Attack on Titan, for Titan in a Wall. That's one of the reasons why a lot of people read the manga, and that's one of the reasons I read it as well. And most people. Mm. But when you, this is the thing with manga, though. Once you get started, it's not a case of, oh, okay, I just want to see what happened next. It's, I need to see everything. This is amazing. I can't believe there's more material that is. Because when you read manga, it's, especially if you have seen the animated already, it's like you're watching anime. Like it, it, 
it's, it's hard to explain, but it's like I'm watching the fourth season, for example, Attack on Titan right now. Like it's and it's annoying because I'm like, you guys are ah, good. This is so good. Like, ah, you know? so mm. seeing the anime initially for Attack on Titan yes. allowed you to enjoy the manga more totally. because you were totally. imagining it animated. If it, yeah, totally, totally, hundred percent. Interesting. I'll, I'll say to challenge your statement, go read the manga for how I've got and see, like, look at it retrospectively and say, okay, cool. <clears throat> Thinking about what I've read from the manga, would I, do I enjoy it as much or less? Like, how has my opinion of the anime changed from reading the manga and see? See, I haven't read Tower God, but I straight away know I'd probably prefer it just because there's so much exposition to kind of unravel. And mm. with the anime, I'm not getting it. Because like I said, it goes back to the argument. The anime, it's 20 minutes. And you give me little info dumps here and then not give me the answers. Whereas web, with a webtoon or the manga, I can read it at my own pace and actually go, oh, wait, 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 let me, go, let me just read this panel properly so I understand what they actually mean. Oh, that's what that person's name is. Okay, that's in my mind now. That's what that phrase means. That's in my mind now. Whereas, again, anime, it's a case of just, oh, miss, I've missed it. Okay, it'll probably pop up later. Scenario. I think with the with the with the with the manga, if I start with one, like if I w will go and watch Tower of God and I enjoy it, I'm not saying I wouldn't enjoy it, but then I might want to go and what go read another manga and then another one, mm. and then not that that's a problem, but that's a lot of that's a lot of time to be manga and anime when I feel like I can get possibly I'm not saying I'm right, but I could possibly get just as much out of one medium. And then I've, I'm, you know, not using as much See. of my time. Not that it's bad to enjoy more than one medium of something. Yeah. But I like to be able to get everything from from one because then I can watch more shows rather than I, spending two hours on one show. I can spend two hours on two shows, and I've seen the I've got the same amount of material, but I watch two things. So I've got more of a diversity of things I can do. Mm. Also, yeah, I don't, I don't agree that it's more that much more effort to read the to read the manga because. Anyone who oh. doesn't speak Japanese has to read the anime anyway. You're still mm. reading subtitles. If anything, oh. you're probably reading more subtitles in the anime than you're reading in the in the manga. In the manga, there's no Japanese. No, but no, <laughs> no, but oh, like no, but you're reading. You're reading as a as a non-Japanese speaker. I have to read subtitles in anime. Yeah. So it, so the amount of I would have to read English in the manga anyway. So I'm not really reading. I'm not putting any less effort in anime yeah. to watch anime. I still have to put the effort in. So yeah. if I would have put the effort in to read that, I might as well put the effort in to read the manga. That's what I'm saying. Like, mm. it's, no, it's no harder. I'm just being lazy. I can't bother to go on the computer and find the manga and read it. Like, I could, I could read it, but I just like to mm. have it given to me. I guess I it is that kind of laziness. It also depends on the, um, the actual show or story itself. Like, for example, I'm going to go back to Attack on Titan, for example. It reason why it works so well as manga, it does work greatly as an anime, but there's a lot, there's a good reason why most anime onlys don't understand some of the stuff that happened in season three, part two, because there was so much exposition and you've got that limited time window. Whereas even for you, Max, I was like, Max, like as soon as we finished anime, it's like, Max, did you notice this? Did you notice this? Did you notice mm. this? And it was just like, oh, these are so cool. Like, you, but you wouldn't have, some people wouldn't have got that if you just kind of glossed over the anime. Whereas yeah, manga, I guess again, so. Especially because it comes out monthly as well, chapter by chapter. You've got a whole 30 days to go look back at it and just go, oh, yeah, this happened and that happened. And you, you can't compare the two in that sense, especially when it comes, because it's personal. That's the thing. Anime is what it is, 20 minutes, manga. I'm repeating myself again. It's personal to how you want to read it and kind of like take your time with it. So gun, so gun to your head, both of you, and you can't, mm. you can only have one. You're both picking manga, I presume. Well, one, because you wouldn't have anime without manga. So, that, yeah. <laughs> okay. That wins it. If that, yeah, it wins if that it. wasn't yeah. part of the, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to say manga because it's the source material and you'll never find, you'll never find a bad manga that, has a, that the anime is really good. You'll either have a, a decent manga and the anime just make, the anime kind of does better with like maybe some art style and music. But there's plenty of manga out there that are great and have terrible, terrible anime adaptations. So yeah. I, I will pick manga. Mm. I'll pick manga as well because I'll just say that their imagination is a lot more powerful and better than someone's artistic impersonation or interpretation of the manga. Mm. As you get 
for me, I get a lot more from reading the manga than I would from watching anime. Watching anime is, you could say, just one one layer of it. For yeah. example, um, um, have you guys seen Harry Potter? Yes. Oh, yeah. Have you guys read the Harry Potter books? Yes. And then you saw that there was a difference between the books and the films because you're like, they missed out so much from the books and the books are a lot better than the films. Yeah, I do agree with that, yes. Nate, you look a bit confuddled. No, I'm just smiling because you're right. And Max is a bit like defeated with that answer. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I, can, I, completely, I completely agree. It's the exact same concept. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So there's, then, a, there's more pictures in manga. Um, but yeah, I agree. It's the source and they miss stuff out. And then you're almost mad. Like, why is that like that? And where did, where did this go? And why didn't they tie off that loose end? And mm. they do it in the book. The book is complete as the, as the manga is complete. All the information is there. There's nothing found wanting in the manga because that's all the information in its original form as it was intended to be written and interpreted. And as soon as you make it into an anime, I understand that you can choose to leave things out or in the other way, add things in that weren't even oh, in yeah. the original. Um, mm. And that can be irritating for you as well. But the, the only upside for me as not non, a non-manga reader is that I don't know when things get added or taken away. Yeah. So I just enjoy it blind. I'm blindly enjoying the anime. Yeah, and then, then, and then someone who's read the manga is like, oh, I can't believe that, was, that wasn't as good as it could have been. I'm like, oh, it was pretty good. Yeah. Because I'm just kind of ignorant to how good the manga Which was. Is, that's a good, that's a good pro for you. That's the, that's the only, that's the yeah. only big thing that I can take away from that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then arguably you're choosing to be ignorant on it. <laughs> yeah, I, I like, am. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> I know there's things I could know, but I just choose not to because it doesn't, it doesn't negatively affect my experience of the anime. Mm. Whereas possibly reading the manga, it might negatively expect it affect my experience of the anime. So pretty much you're saying that you don't, you don't want to read the manga because you, you're scared you're going to lose stuff and you're scared that your opinion is going to be changed. Uh, no, I was going to say, why don't I read Tower of God manga in the mm. next week up to wherever we are in the, in the anime? whatever chapter we're up to. And then I can come back and give a more rounded opinion. Cause the only reason I'm doing it, I wanted to speak about it is cause I'm completely naive to the whole topic. So this mm. is how I see it from my side as a, you know, manga mm. virgin, but you guys have read a lot. So what do you think? And why am I wrong? And let me go and have a read and I'll come back and I'll see if my opinions change. Cause I'm open to changing my opinion. Because mm. I can't give both sides, can I? Which you guys can. Also, I've seen my brother reading manga. When I go in, if I go into his room and I see it on his computer, I'm like, oh, that looks kind of cool. What's that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's like, ah, get hey, out. <laughs> just to add as well, for me personally, like, I've, I've spent more hours watching anime than reading manga, just to put that out there. And mm. most manga that I've read have either been anime that I just want to see more of, or manga that's just, if you just read manga, these are just absolute must reads and you just, you have to read them or their manga that don't have anime and they're just absolutely amazing. Mm. So those are kind of the kind of channels that I go down to with manga, personally. Mm. Yeah, that's a good point. I guess if it doesn't have the option, then... Yeah, because I've said this to you, Max, before, I've read manga that I reckon if they had anime adaptations, they would be like, and if they'd done it properly, they'd be like better than most things I've seen. Easy. Easy. Mm. Fair. All right, well, I'll, uh, I will find Tower of God uh, manga and I'll read it. it'll be my first manga I've ever read and I'll man, read it man, 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 man. Yeah, you know what's funny about that as well is that Whatever. because Tower of God is co- um, has been painted as, as been coloured some manga purists may argue that it's not really manga because it's not it's not black <laughs> and white so it'll be your first but it's still like <laughs> well you gotta ease me in you know and I'm going from anime to, <laughs> to, yeah, to book might... reading I need to like ease myself slowly next maybe the one after that black and white Maybe read that and read Hajime and Ipa at the same time and tell us which okay. one you enjoy more. Because uh, yeah. I've, seen, I've seen both, so I guess like, it's a good, mm. that's a good... But I feel like I should watch... I should also read one that I have not seen because then I can... I'll, I'll, I'll give you one. I'll give you one. Yeah, okay. I'll find one for you. You think of one and let me know and I'll, I'll read it. I'll, I'll read give him one now. Have you got well, one on top of your mind? I got. I kind of do. Yeah. I want. I kind of want him to read Berserk. Yeah. That's. The, isn't that the really gory? Isn't that the really gory it's, one? Yeah, it's, with... it's a gory one, but it's notoriously known as like one of the best manga for the last like thirty years. It's like it's like number one or number two on my anime list, and it's number one or number two on um, Annie list as well. And it's the art, and it's just. Like if I showed you a page, you'd think it's it took the guy like days and days and days and days <clears> to draw it. It doesn't even look like a drawing. It's just amazing. You just appreciate it. It's great. 
All right, Quibs, what, what one have you got off the top of your head? So literally the one I've got, I've read the novel for as well. They made an anime, but the anime is terrible. <laughs> so I would recommend watching anime. But Tales of Demons and Gods. So this is another webtoon, but it's, I think, one of the best ones I've read. It's kind of like there's this new concept um, within like manga where you talk about cultivation and things like that. You go up different levels mm. by kind of channeling the power within and that kind of stuff. And this, I think, this was one of the first mangas that I read that led me to go and read a novel. And I was like, wow, the novel has a lot more mm. in it than the manga. And that's what made me realize, okay, cool. There are levels to this. Like you got your anime. Before your anime, you got your manga. Before your manga, you got your novels. And then I guess the base layer is actually writing a, something for yourself. Mm. Writing something for yourself and it's allowing your art to take over, you could say. All and right. like you get more from each layer. All right. I'll, I'll start to read both of those two. And I'll read some chapters of Tower of God as well because I've seen the anime. Mm. And, I'll, and I'll report back. Yeah, Quibs as Next a, week. as Quibs as manga readers, I know both of us give a. I don't know. We don't have to go into detail. Just say just titles. Just give like free manga or webtoons that we recommend for uh, listeners. Maybe people people like people like me who have never read one. Who would you, well, what would you recommend people to go and start yeah, off with? You pick, you pick free Quibs. I'll and I'll pick free. There's an interesting manga. It's it's kind of weird, but it's quite quite funny and it's very quirky. Called Special Martial Arts Extreme Hell Private High School. You probably haven't heard of it. Say that again. That is one special, long time. Special Martial Arts Extreme Hell Private High School. <laughs> that's, uh, that's a lot of words. <laughs> that's, that's, that's long. Okay. Cool. The um, power system in this manga is vibrations, and like how how you manipulate vibrations, and like some people have been able to get completely jacked just by using the power of vibrations <laughs> in their body. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it's quirky because like the whole thing is that this guy is a whole common, you could say, theme when it comes to manga and uh, anime where the guy comes in completely, completely like he's a noob. <laughs> he has no power yeah. at all. And then his dad is the principal of the school and like he's this, this brutish guy. And he also meets his half-brother at the school and he's supposed to have a battle against his half-brother. And like the training he goes to to get to that. And then he has a fight with his dad, but he, his dad smashes him and all sorts of stuff like that. And then the <laughs> friends he makes. It's very interesting. I think one must read uh, manga. And I think the anime is decent. The anime is going to be coming on to um, Netflix soon. Is Food Wars or Sokujeki no Soma. Oh yeah, it's got an anime, yeah. Yeah, yeah. the anime is a bit. The is a bit much for some because it's like literally the food is so good it gives you food gasms. Yeah, but the way that they epitomize <laughs> food gasms is that your clothes burst off you. Okay. <laughs> and like the way that they, <laughs> I need to find those restaurants. So they just tell me about the hell. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the way that they cover yourself inside, like the um, manga and anime, is like white lines you can see, but like it's just the journey of this boy and like his aim to become one of the best chefs in the world. And yeah, it's like, it's very different from what I would usually watch in anime or reading manga, but yeah, I liked it. I think probably one of my favorite manga. And then last one, I would have to think, you want to give your free while I have a little thing? No, Wait. yeah, sure. Um, uh, the first one I'd recommend is uh, Vagabond. Or vagabond, however you want to pronounce it. It's basically about a young samurai who's got really good, really, really talented, but he's a bit of a delinquent. And it's his, basically his whole character story of learning the way of being a true samurai. So he goes through loads of like quite human moments. He fights top fighters, and he and it's all about his lessons he learns through all his fights and his encounters, as opposed to just leveling up and powering up. So he goes from I'm not going to spoil it, but he kind of goes from being that kind of delinquent. Um, very brash and short-minded to being quite a like more humble, very legend, uh, legendary fighter. And he's based off a real samurai, uh, Miyamoto Musashi. Um, and it's, the, and shall I say, the art for Vagabond. So the guy, the manga card's called, um, uh, I forget his first name, but he's, he's Inoue. I think it's Takeshi Inoue. Probably got it wrong. He's the same guy who drew Slam Dunk. 
and he's infamously known as probably the best artist in manga but his drawings are everything looks like it could be posted amazing you would have seen it Matt, I, I, saw it at, I, I saw it at i saw it at the i saw it at the museum and i took a picture of it it was actually my favorite piece of artwork from the whole from the whole thing just the, the side profile of his head yeah but, just but the, the story on, on top of that is unbelievable it's amazing it's amazing so i recommend vagabond i also recommend a brief you mentioned earlier was berserk if you don't know what berserk is then i'll be very surprised it's basically at least you must know some stuff in it you've got the main character his name's guts he looks like he's like six foot eight he carries a blade or a sword which is like twice the size of him and um he kind of goes for a similar kind of story i kind of like those stories the main characters where they're quite like um misunderstood to begin with and they kind of go through a character arc where they're a bit more um welcomed into into society but um his story is it's more of a, a story of vengeance like i don't really want to go into about spoiling but no no don't say anymore it's very very dark it's very gory and it covers very um like dark themes uh, but it's amazing it's one of the best reads i've ever had and then my last one, which is the first manga I've bought, and I've got it above me. I've got the first seven volumes is 20th Century Boys, which is probably the best manga I've ever read. And if it had an anime, it probably, and it did it right, it probably go straight to my number one. And it's written by the my favorite mangaka, which is Naoki Urasawa. It's the same person who did Monster, uh, which probably tells you a lot about it already. It's basically about these, these boys. They have like, they form like this little club in like the 60s or 70s when they're kids and they kind of like they design on how like a story of how the world will end and they go into real detail about it and how the heroes will save it and then 20 years later basically this is present time everything that they said was going to happen starts actually happening in real life Ooh, and, I like start, that. and then they start all remembering things but not actually remembering the full thing so they kind of let me up with each other figure it out who was that fifth kid you can't remember his name is he the guy doing it and it's it's brilliant unbelievable loved it loved it so yeah that's a good read 20th century boys yes my last one is investor z or investor z but i guess for the american audience investor z it's <laughs> it's a very interesting manga but probably one of my favorites as well the whole premise is that there's a school so i think it's a it's at the level of a private school but it's free the mm-hmm. way you and it's a boys school the way you enter it is by doing really well on the entrance exams but the person who does the best on the entrance exam for each year they are put forward and like they become part of this secret society which is the investors the investing club in the school and the school is funded of the money that comes in from the investing club so like you have this school that's probably one of the best schools in japan and the way that they actually get the money is through students coming in joining joining the investing club and making money through making their trades and different things like that and like just kind of like the whole narrative makes you think about for example a lot of people who don't know much about investors and bankers always think that the bankers are the bad guys etc etc yeah. but like understanding how one like it's very informative in the sense that it teaches you through manga how money works and how you can invest in the things like that but it's also the storyline that goes along with it was probably one of the best storylines i've seen from a manga give it a read when you have a chance to invest to see just on a side note for the one you said about uh, Food Wars. Yeah. And you said it, it probably wouldn't, if you just watched it as a, just as an anime, you probably wouldn't watch it maybe or it's a bit too much. Since reading it, reading it first, would you be more open to the idea of watching the anime interpretation of it? I've watched a bit of the anime interpretation of it and I liked it. Mm. But it's just a thing where the whole... Oh, would, you, would you have watched it to begin with with no manga influence? Would you have just seen it and gone, oh yeah, I'll watch that? No, probably only not. Be- only because you read the manga? I mean, because I read the manga and I realised how good the manga is. Okay. This is the reason why I'll go and watch the anime. As in, I think it's just an anime that you can't... <laughs> I think it's one of those animes you can't watch on the tube. You can't watch it in sort of <laughs> private place because people won't get what's going on in it. Like, yeah. one scene, you have someone eating food. The next scene, you just have them in their food gasm moment. Once you watch yeah. the anime, you understand what, what it means. I think the anime is coming on Netflix later on this month. And when you see like Netflix are trying to do better with that, the anime they're bringing on, because quite a few of the anime you have on Netflix, it's quite dead. Mm. As in, you yeah, have a yeah, few, yeah. that you have a few on there that are decent, and then the rest of them are thinking, okay, cool, what's going on here? Mm. Uh, yeah. Is there any manga, I'll give you, so you got to answer both of these. Is there any manga that when they did an anime adaptation, you think the anime did it 
100% justice or maybe even kind of uplifted it? Or is it, and that's one, and is there one that's the other way around where there was an anime adaptation of a manga where it kind of, the anime was really bad, but obviously the manga is great? Hmm, that's a good question. I reckon Baruto. Baruto, the manga, is marginally better than that anime. The anime, one of the things that stopped me from watching anime was the um, filler episodes. But I think that's one of the things I like about manga. You don't get any fillers of manga. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> point for the straight, manga there. Come on! <laughs> like, and there's no recaps or anything like that. It's yes. straight from chapter to chapter. You get what you get. So I think with, with Baruto, is like the character development and the story de- um the story as well, the way the story kind of unfolds, I like that about it. The anime is nice as well because I think just seeing the Rasengan mm. in anime is a lot better than <laughs> seeing it in, in the manga. I don't think I've seen many anime adaptations of a manga, and I thought, what the hell is this? Mm-hmm. Apart from Tales of Demons and Gods, mm. and I think there's another one because Tales of Demons and Gods is just the anime, I feel like there was very little budget for it. Yeah, that's the problem you get sometimes. Yeah, so then it's like, like the dubbing and it's, it's overly CGI. I still watched it though, because <laughs> oh, wow. I enjoyed that. I, I enjoyed the manga <laughs> so much. <laughs> I just felt like, nah, now it's a waste of time. But yeah. See, for me, for me, it's uh, obviously it's Berserk, 100%. If anyone goes into Berserk 2016 and thinks that's Berserk, then that's, that's going to ruin your experience. It's like 100% CGI. It's got terrible like sound design. It's not good at all. But, but the manga is just unbelievable. So they like stark contrast between the two. So that's probably the bad adaptation. And I'll say good adaptation I've seen, weirdly enough, because I mentioned before, there's elements of it where it's like, oh, I like that bit more in the manga. But I think the anime of Attack on Titan has uplifted the manga and the whole just, um, what's the word I want to say, just target audience for Attack on Titan way more. It's made the, sh- the story much bigger than it would have ever been if it was a standalone manga. And the anime mm-hmm. adaptations has been, for the large part, very, very, very successful. So would you would you have enjoyed, um, if you went and watched 2016 Berserk before you'd ever read, wait, hold on, I didn't even finish the sentence, you've already mm-hmm. jumped down my throat. Like, no, I didn't say anything. If, if yeah, the people got to see what you're doing. <laughs> if, mm-hmm. <laughs> if you'd never read the manga, and then so me, okay. If I go and watch it, I don't know how bad it is compared to the manga, so I can enjoy some ele- some elements of it initially, and then I can go and read the manga and be like, "Oh, this is really good." So I've enjoyed it twice because I've watched it in the right order. Um, if I read the manga, then go and watch it, I'm like, "This is trash." No, it the anime is it's such an eyesore that you won't be able to get through one episode. Like you, you talk about Baki, you talk about the CGI fights. Now imagine those like four or five seconds. Now imagine that for 20 minutes. Yeah, that's what Berserk 2016 is. Okay. It's, yeah. it's, that, it's, it's, it's a distraction. That would be that's difficult like, to it's, watch. It's, it's a distraction to what you're supposed to be enjoying, which is the whole thing. We, that's the whole thing with anime. Is it can either be a really good uplifting thing and it can kind of maybe distract you from the story that's so good, or the aesthetics mm. can be so bad that it's such a distraction that you don't enjoy yeah. it, the actual good story elements of it. Does that make sense? But you yeah, know, Berserk, I don't recommend the anime. Unless you read and watch the 1997 one, which is so funny because it's over 30 years old. I think it's 30 now. No, no, 20, I'm, I've got my master on. 23 years old. Mm. And it's got literally zero an, like good animation in it. Yeah, it's much, much better than 2016 one. It just feels more authentic. It's way more authentic. It's quite yeah. dark, like the lighting. So I remember you mentioned yeah. last time you don't like like watching dark lighting animes, but apart from that, it's 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 very good, very very good. So then, and then when you're reading like the webtoons and that, it's left to right, so, so that you don't get confused. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, web, webtoons are webtoons are Korean, right? It's yeah. a Korean manga. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I just watched I, a uh, Korean. I've just started a new uh, K drama called Worlds Apart, and. The, the premise in the first episode is the, the dad of the main character is a, he, he draws webtoons as his job. And then she ends up going into, like she goes into his webtoon and then comes out. So, you know, like it's reminded me because of the story you said earlier about um, 20th century boys, 20 years later, everything they said was going to happen is now happening. Mm. She goes in, events happen, and then she comes out. And then that's, that's the webtoon for that week. Mm. She's in it and that's what's happened. And they're like, oh, like 
the dad isn't writing the story. The story is actually happening in real life and then it's coming out as the webtoon. It's really weird. It's quite cool. So if you want to watch them, I don't know if you guys watch Korean dramas or I'm open to Japanese it. dramas. I'm open to it. Yeah, yeah. It's just nice to have, sometimes it's nice to have a break of watching real people on the screen. New weekly segment. Just seeing, <laughs> see, yeah. uh, just seeing some like real people faces as a, as a change and then going back to, back to anime. But yeah, it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty good. I'm watching that now. So the episodes come out every Thursday at 6 p.m. British Standard Time. So I repeat, every Thursday, 6 p.m. British Standard Time. All right, guys, thank you for listening to episode six of the Ram Reeves podcast. If you want to find us on socials, our Twitter is Ram Reeves and our Instagram is Ram Reeves. And on our Instagram, you can see all our actual socials. Um, in addition to that, wherever you find a podcast, especially on iTunes, please rate, subscribe, comment, share, that we can start ranking up. Thank you very much for listening to episode six. Peace out.